All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm, and mm. I have a juicy guest for our Mighty Men series. Love and I'm going to let you pronounce your name so that I don't mispronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because the last name just gets everybody. Mike Popovich. Really? It just makes it that it makes it easy. If you want to go with Popovich, it's okay, but Popovich is the right. All right. So um, before you know, you introduce who you are and what you do in the world. Just give me a sec here to say. So for everybody who doesn't know me, I'm Guy Morissette. I'm your hostess with Mostess. Um, I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, and I believe that the keys to a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic magical and orgasmic life is embracing the human experience, letting go of fear, shame, guilt, and self-loathing, and of course, sexual wellness. Mm. All right, you're up, Mike. Tell us all about you. <laughs> okay, my, my name is Mike Popovich, and I, I'm a, you know, to summarize it, I'm a life path catalyst. So basically, it's anything that is getting in the way of you reaching the full potential you want to reach, I'm the one that helps you break through those barriers and create the life that you want to create because we help, I help you uh, let go of the emotional traumas, the limiting beliefs, and align you inside and out to what you want to create. Um, different modalities, a lot of energy healing, plus I teach you techniques to help you with your own energy, qigong. And what's interesting is to be an engineer, so I, I talk about the science of it all as well. So it's not just the woo-woo, it's also the practical. It's actually combined. So for your centered and powerful life. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Can you speak a little bit louder? Just totally. So that we have uh, awesome sound for all of our audio listeners. Beautiful. All right. How's this? Am I good? Yeah, baby. Nice. All right. <laughs> Loud and proud. Proclaim it out, baby. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So. Okay. So our topic. All right. So. Me, Mike, we've had many juicy, wonderful conversations over the last year or so. And, you know, one thing that I've been really thinking a lot about and having a lot of conversations with some pretty spectacular and empowered men is what do you do when you're turned on? Like, how do you be a respectful, empowered, sexual man and still be lusty and horny and turned on? And how do you interact in the world? And I thought, you know what let's let's have this because we've had this conversation and yeah. it was a great conversation oh yeah and i really wanted the world to see what that could look like absolutely so. yeah i know and it and it, it was um i remember we were walking actually we had this conversation a couple of times and one time i was walking through the mall and i was like okay so here's some examples right like it was actually through through uh whole foods right and it's it's it as a it, it's tough it can be tough I, you know, I don't like to say anything is tough right because it's only as tough as you believe it to be, right? I mean, so, but it can be tough because as a guy, you know, you, you grew up with examples of guys being lusty, of the guys you're looking up to, your older, you know, older kids that are older than you acting like they're older people they know and so on and everything you see in, on TV, it's all about, you know, the guy having this like machismo to it. I mean, that's, that's what I grew up with, right? And so you see a girl and it's almost, it's, it's your, you're trained, you're actually trained, you're taught to like, I feel a horny and you get this reaction like, ooh, yeah, like, mm, right? It's, it's yeah. just, right? And I so, want that. You, you, you want that, but you don't want, but then you don't know how to express it, right? And you're almost like, you're taught to, 
man, there's so many things that want to come out of me at the same time, but you, you're basically, you're taught to, to suppress so they don't see, right? It's like, and now, especially with, with a lot of the sensitivity that is rightfully there nowadays, right? But we have to learn to be sensitive, right? But not disempowered. And that's the, that's the problem because we're only taught now, as, as men especially, like, you, you were taught rules. We're taught to live by rules as opposed to actually empowering ourselves and learning how to use our energy and be like, wow, this woman looks beautiful, but because I feel horny, it's all good. I'm just going to sit around and walk around and just enjoy it. She just kind of like lit me up. I'm good to go. And, and we're, not, we're not exactly taught how to do that, right? I mean, and I'm sure you've had like all sorts of that in your experience, right, Guy? It's kind of like... Oh, yes, yes. So... So I want to give two really, so before we get into like the juiciness of the topic, mm. let's, let's, let's backtrack a little bit and start talking about, well, what, let's talk about what is sexual arousal and what is horniness. Like, like ah. let's make sure that we're all on, everybody's listening, that we're all on the same page of what that right. means, right? Right. So for me, sexual arousal is uh, a body's response, an energetic response to mm -hmm. either an internal stimulation or an external stimulation. Good. I agree with that. That's good. We're on there. Good. All right. And so when we either have an internal stimulation or an external one, mm -hmm. um, what happens is, is that there's a couple, our body kind of responds in different ways, right? So we have mm -hmm. like rapid breathing, our heart rate increases, we may get sweaty, we may get feel a, a, a heat moving through our bodies. We might all of a sudden like want to like growl and we're like, right? like there's this like primal sort of like, like animal that wakes up, man. You're it's, like, it is. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like this animalistic desire mm. that just kind of comes through us, right? Right. And now, that's beautiful. And do you want to add anything in that description? No, I mean that's that's pretty much it. And what you know, we're gonna talk about is like, what do we do with that now? Like, how do we use it? How do we project it instead of just trying to like beat the shit out of it because we don't want to act improperly, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So, so yeah, so that's what happens when we get horny. All right. So we're all yeah. like, and we're all like, I want that. Right. Yeah. But so, as, yeah. And if I can actually, I want to ask, cause as a guy now, cause what happens next is like, you get the feeling in the body, right? Yeah. You get all that waking up, but it's almost immediate that how you've been programmed wants to respond right away. Yeah. And so we mix up how we the feeling of the body with the reaction we've been taught that we'd like we, and you know what a lot of guys would be like i haven't been taught to have this is just who i am right so we also have to like bridge that so i want to you know okay i'm not going to get too far ahead so we're like go ahead <laughs> all right, all right. so so yeah so now we have this feeling and then mm -hmm. what you're talking about is perfect because it's like the next thing is what do we do with this feeling so there's typically mm -hmm. two responses that typically I've experienced watching and, and with male clients and friends and stuff like that, that happen. There's the suppression of it because mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to feel that way. That's going to make me a predator. I don't want to be predatory, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Squash it. Right? Squash, squash, yeah. squash, squash, deny, 
deny. Deny. Pretend like up. it didn't even fucking happen. Yeah. Self-hate, all that shit. Self-loathing, not and now shit why in the meeting holy fuck i can't I just why can't it just control itself like what the fuck right all that sorry my bad my bad on the language by the way I didn't oh no no we have a content warning of swearing oh beautiful good i'm all yeah, yeah we can swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah swearing is a must when hanging out with me right so right. we're good i know i know it's so awesome okay go yes right so that yeah exactly so that's the suppression part mm -hmm. or the training has been now i can react and i'd have an entitlement to take what i desire mm, okay right yeah. so that's that secondary programming right mm -hmm. like typically men have been taught to be programmed either one or the other mm -hmm. and they've leaned into it so that's where we get all that predatory behavior is because it's been taught that's okay to be in that place of that predatory nature yeah and and well, actually i might add something there it's it's also sometimes you might get almost like a compensation effect we don't realize we're doing it but it's like we want to be able to express we're trying to suppress and so what you get is this bravado sort of thing going on where you're walking around like exclaiming what parts of yourself or like you're saying you know, like i'm so horny or like you're grabbing your crotch or whatever it is like it's like it's almost like this way of of expressing but pushing through what you've been taught is wrong it's all sorts of those like you know things that kind of happen in the middle there too right mm -hmm. because i mean that's that's what i found because there's no need for it right but there is it's just that expression that happens right and so there is this this like it's a weird sort of experience because growing up as a guy you know especially when you're going through puberty and you let me know if i'm getting too far ahead here but it's like you know it's like going going up as a guy through puberty is like one of the most embarrassing things you can do is to be caught walking around with a boner right and so as a guy being outwardly turned on being turned on and being aroused is a risk because if you're walking around hard it's just even i mean especially even as, as an adult too like it's like it's some shame so you gotta like check that in hold that back right where i you know, my senses, and I'm speaking to a lot of women about this, is that women just, you know, if you're aroused, as long as you got a padded bra, right? It's like, <laughs> you're good to go. Some women, like, you know, they show their arousals through, through, their, through the nipples too, right? But like, you can walk around aroused all day long and just enjoy it much more. As a guy, there's much more around that. It's, it's like, there's a stigma that you subconsciously don't even know you have, right? Well, and I think that that's a beautiful thing because uh, I spend a lot of time, like, I do a a whole series of stuff around boner shame, right? Like mm. I had a whole show around boner shame and where that comes from and what kind of space that we're hanging out in and, and why is it not okay yeah. for, for somebody to be aroused, right? And I think the key in when we talk about arousal, that is the difference between I'm sitting in my arousal and enjoying my arousal versus this energy of I expect others to fix it for me. It's mm -hmm. others' responsibility. It's others' fault, right? Yes. And so this is where we get into this, why we end up in predatory spaces is mm -hmm. because we are not taught, periodly, any, and across the board, any yeah. gender, all of us, like none of us has ever been taught how to be, I'm horny, and that's okay. okay yeah like that being sexually aroused is like mm -hmm. being happy 
or yeah. being sad or being excited or it's just an, an emotion and an expression of an emotion that is happening within us mm -hmm. that is neither good or bad it just is just is right it just is and you can just like sit back and now enjoy the fact that you're horny for a little bit and that's yeah. it and i'm just that's like it. But I'm horny and that's okay. I'll just go back to my meeting. At least whatever it might be, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna enjoy the fact that my breasts, my my breath, not my breasts, well sometimes my breasts, um, yeah. are turned on, right? And that <laughs> I'm like happy and I'm gonna enjoy all of the sensations that are gonna heighten. Yeah. Like all yes. of my awareness is gonna heighten because I'm in that aroused state. Right. And all these beautiful things can happen because I'm in a state of arousal. Yeah. And, but we haven't been taught that. So no. what I found so important is the fact that we have to first take responsibility that I'm horny and that's okay. okay. That's, <laughs> yes. Then that's, that's a huge first step. And it's like, but it's like, it's, it's mind, it's mind opening as much as it's mind blowing. Cause you're like, shit, really? I can just, just, I can just be horny. That's it. I don't have to do anything. Like it just no. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so like, it, and it's 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 as like it's really interesting because as a guy, you're always taught to be the guy go the one to initiate. Yes. So you're taught, especially when you're young, it's all about like how many girls did you talk to, how many girls did you pick up, who did you approach. It's literally that type of existence where you're taught it's like, okay, I see an interesting looking girl, or I'm interested, I feel an arousal. It's like a, it's a rite of passage to go talk to girls and to pick them up and to get numbers and to all of that kind of stuff. But it's, it sits the pro, like the, the mentality, the mindset sits in, sets in, in a way that that's more predatory or more, it's just not, it doesn't teach us to be like, it's okay that you see a girl and be turned on or just be like, cause literally when a woman walks by and you're turned on, if you just sit and enjoy it, like you just come to life. You just become alive and she's just, she can keep on walking. But now it's all of a sudden. And if she was to re, if she was to recognize that you had looked at her and turn around, all you, all, all I would say is, um, thank you for walking by. You just made my day. I appreciate it. You just totally made my day. Right. Thank you for your beauty. Have an amazing, whatever it is you're going to do. Right. Cause you, you don't need, right. But it's, it's also, but then you kind of you kind of, fall into that need to follow through almost like to prove yourself because all of that is taught when we're kids, right? It's, it's always proving. And then it just, it just sets into your mind like a program, but you don't realize because you think it's you. Right. And then for somebody to teach you or to try to tell you that there's a different way to do it, you got to really be careful because now you're challenging a man's way of being right. And well, yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that's so, that's a great, that's a fantastic point around how much of your arousal, let's separate, I think that's the key is, let's separate the arousal from the identity of self, what it means to be a, a masculine man, right? Like right. Let's, Because I think what you're, like what you're sharing and what you're talking about is that if I'm horny, then I need to go capture that thing that made me horny. And because mm -hmm. I capture that thing that made me horny, then therefore I have status because it's mine. Like it's a very prime, like there's a very primal 
space mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and not and I, there's no judgment in that primal mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. in there right mm-hmm. it just is what it is right there's yeah. this, this whole thing of mine ownership capturing and there's a deep not just on a cultural level programming but there is a primal side to that if we look from an animalistic standpoint of arousal mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, and yes, there is, and it's also, this is where it's really interesting, because how much of it is nature, how much of it is nurture, mm-hmm. right? Be- because half the time, and I'll, I'll be honest, and a lot of men will also say the same thing, I mean, half the time, they're actually responding to pressure to perform, Yes. pressure to pick up. There's this like thing that like clicks because this is what you grew up with. That like, I got to go pick her up. I got to go show that I picked somebody up because back in the day as guys, that's what we were taught to do. Like you, that's what we did with each other. It's like, how many girls you pick up today? You know, how many numbers do you get? Right. And then it becomes this like pressure almost. You don't even see it as pressure, but it is because you got to pick up the girl now. You got to do this, right? It's, and you, half the time, you're not actually thinking about the primal win. You actually think you, you're driven by the pressure to perform. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So what status, okay, so let's, let's bring that, let's drop that into that. Like what status is gained? Mm-hmm. What's the status that's gained? Because I think that, I think that's really what we're talking about. There's a status that is gained right. from this performance this i'm the best i'm the alpha in the group i'm the best at this particular blah 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 right, right? so what is what is the status that is gained oh what, yeah I mean, what status do you gain in that with your it, it's um it, it, the status for a man is to have as many you know as much success with women as possible i mean that's kind of like the basic you know expectation that's the basic programming that that you know the world and life puts into us right and just like biologically it's like we you know, we are programmed to go meet as many women as possible. Like it's just, it's just what it is. It's kind of like how procreation, you know, and the animal kingdom works, right? Um, so, yeah, we get to go back and say, you know, I've had this many wins, uh, and it's, it's, it's that maintaining. But it, it's like, because I think a lot, I think what a lot of people misunderstand is that it's not some, it's not just a wanting to conquer. It is also this, this need to feed self-acceptance. So yeah, so like the win, the, um, the, 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 the status that you're getting to, right? That, so it's kind of like, you know, oh my God, this guy can go anywhere, pick up any girl. Like, it's like all of a sudden you become this, like you get this extra status, right? Within the group of guys you're hanging out with or even with the women around you. Like, you know, whether they like it or not, it's still kind of this thing where you, you get this, percept, this perceived, okay, this guy, this guy's smooth, right? Because that's, that's what a... That's what a man should be like, smooth. Like all the heroes in the movies, every girl's falling all over them. They're smooth, right? They're just kind of doing, and without even trying, women are coming at them, right? That's, that's what a man should be like, right? I mean, that's, that's what every one of us are taught, and that's what we want to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's, so what, what does a sexually liberated and empowered man, mm-hmm. not moving from those, they, you now are, are like aware of those messaging and those programming and all that kind of stuff. And you've kind of cleared it out and you've moved through that. And, you know, mm. you're, you know, what does a sexually liberated and empowered man look like? Well, for one, 
he just enjoys if he's gay, if, he, if there's a woman walks by that he likes, that he enjoys seeing or something turns on in him because it could be a smell, it could be anything. It just, you enjoy the feeling through your body. You enjoy just feeling, you enjoy just experiencing it, you know, and you keep on looking at the wall of, I don't know, pop or chocolate or eggs that you want to buy in the grocery store or like whatever it is. You can actually give the woman a compliment that is not aggressive or rude. And it's not that you're trying to be rude, but there's this, because as that, that, you know, masculine, that energy is so forward, it's so outwardly projecting, you, you almost need to take a little bit of time and learn how to, how to say what you really want to say. So that, that, that balanced, sexually um, balanced and strong man is able to look at a woman and say, and you are absolutely beautiful. Thank you for being there. You just, you know, you can even say, you know what, you just made my day. I'm having a beautiful day. Thank you very much. Right? And I think, okay, so what I typically been on the receiving end and experience and also share and teach is that mm. it's not what you say. Ah, yes. It's the energy and the intention of why you're saying it. And how you're saying it, yes. Right? So, so you can say, I think you're really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that, if you're coming from the place of, I think you're really beautiful and I need to fuck you. Right. Energy. Then I think you're really beautiful is not actually a compliment. It no. is actually, uh, there's this energetic energetic yeah. expectation that's attached to it yeah you say i think you're really beautiful have a lovely day and you really mean that right it, okay so yes 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 thank you for adding that because what you're doing is you're actually saying it from your heart exactly like you're genuinely it's it's about it's not because you can also say wow i think you're so fucking sexy have a yeah. nice day yeah and really mean it and walk up walk away because there's no expectation or you can say i think you're really fucking sexy and i i want to fuck you yeah mm -hmm. have a nice day but you don't really mean to have a nice day you're like no. now i'm gonna take you home and lay you down and or fuck you're your projecting, yeah you're projecting that i want to fuck you energy right it's basically what it is right and that you know what i mean that it's amazing that you said that because it is that that's the completion of it and I do so automatically. I sometimes I don't even realize it anymore, but I went through that whole, it's a learning. You yes. do have to go through a learning because you're so used to projecting it. So this is, you know, and energy wise speaking, when you're horny and all the energy is building up and it's in your crotch or it's in like, you know, lower part and you speak from that, you're literally speaking from your lower chakras. If you want to say it any other way, you're speaking from your crotch, you're speaking with your dick, right? But if you allow that energy to come up through your body, like this is something as guys, because we haven't been taught and we've been taught so much to repress our emotions, mm -hmm. there's a whole learning process of us unlearning to suppress and yes. learning to allow that stuff to come in through you and work with your emotions. Yeah. And that's, that's the real, that's, that's the real power of it all. Because when you start to tap into your emotions, then literally what happens is instead of that energy being through your crotch and you're literally projecting your crotch out as you speak, like you got this energy and you just let it go through your body. And then you let it, you let, let yourself learn to see it through your heart. And it's like your whole body speaking and your heart's involved. And so what you're saying, there might still be an arousal around it, but you're very much from the heart. And the woman can walk away going, 
oh yeah, I just turned somebody on. I'm like, yeah, and it's like, kind of like you know, it's like, and you move on, right? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, did, I did good today. <laughs> so, uh, but you, you, it's absolutely key what you just said is that it is the intention, and this is, the energy behind mm-hmm. the intention of what you're saying. Do you expect something in return? Yes. Is there an expectation of that? Mm. If I say this to you, I expect you to respond in X, Y, and Z. And yes. the minute we start to move into that place of expectation of right. why I'm engaging, what I'm saying, how I'm saying, it becomes a game of manipulation and coercion and right. energy from that perspective. If we speak, and this is not just about sex, I mean, this isn't everything, right? If we speak from this place of, I'm going to say what I need to say, and I don't expect you to respond in any particular way. I have no ulterior motive of the right. outcome of Huge. what I'm doing. Huge. And energetically, it's good. And it doesn't yeah. even matter what you say. Like it could be as simple as like you're fucking awesome and I think you're beautiful and you know, I think you're so fucking sexy. That just saying that from a place of I don't expect anything in return for that. Yeah. I don't expect you to do anything with that. And I don't expect you to respond to me in any particular way. Yeah. Is where it leans into being truly an expression of what you're experiencing instead of a manipulation and and the energy that goes along with all of that. Absolutely. You open up yourself in that moment to that person can be like, thanks man and have a good day or they can be like mm. thank you mm. Actually, you're not too bad yourself 100 <laughs> percent, totally that could happen but the yeah. point is to not be attached to the outcome and that that's and the, the motivator behind it and the expectation of it yes yes absolutely and it's that's so beautiful. I love how you say that because every time I hear you say that, it just kind of totally reminds me of the whole package because ultimately it's like what a lot of women get is like they get this like they feel this like desire from the from the person speaking with them or the guy that they want more that there's and they you know the ulterior motive is totally a fucking turn off, right? It's like you know whatever, but if but it's you know so so guys need to be shown that it's okay to say this. Because and with the formula with the understanding like with no expectation with being in your heart, learning what it means to be in your heart. Because most guys, they yeah. want to know. It's not that they don't want to know, but it's like nobody fucking taught them. And they've been taught that being in the heart is a feminine thing. And so they're like, I can't be feminine. I won't be good looking. I won't be sexy. I won't be a man. I'll be one of the girls, which is all sorts of other stuff because you fall into the, the friend trap and all that kind of crap. So you learn that you have to be ultra man somehow. And yeah. we all try, we all define that, try to define that our own way, right? And that's what screws us up too, right? I want to share a very concrete example of what we're talking about. Mm. So I've spent my whole life being objectified and sexualized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the nature of me, my energy, how I move, all that kind of stuff. And so I very much know what it feels like to be on an expectational objectification, predatory response to my sexuality and to my open sexual energy. Mm. So I remember years and years ago, this is the very, very first time I ever had a man appreciate me 
and express this desire for me without expecting anything in return. So I was, I was in college. So I was back in when I was 20, so like 20 years ago. So I'm in college, I'm living in Toronto, I'm on the subway, I'm on the bus coming home. And all of a sudden this man comes behind me, whispers into my ear, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Have a wonderful day. And when he whispered that into my ear, I didn't even have enough time to turn around to see who he was and he got off the bus. Mm. In that moment, I still, over 20 years ago, this little exchange happened. It was so beautiful and, and arousing for me actually because there was zero expectation attached to it. Mm -hmm. that I still remember it. Yes. Of the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of compliments I've received in my life, mm -hmm. one that was over 20 years ago in this one exchange, I remember so crystal clear because it was the very first time some man told me that he, does, that he found me attractive without expecting me to do anything with it. That's beautiful. That's amazing. So, yeah, no, it, it, that's amazing. That's a beautiful share. And actually, you, you want, you, you're, you're spurring me on to want to share as well, right? So I just kind of like, because as, as a guy, I like an example like of, of um, what I was going through. There'd be, I mean, one example is, is a conversation we had around, you know, when I was at Whole Foods. It's a great conversation, great example, right? I was looking at this woman and I said, and she's got a, she had a you know, I, I got a booty thing, right? So she had a, a great, great booty on her, right? And right away I felt my whole life, all I wanted to do was to be able to express my joy at a woman and her beauty without being judged, without being told that I'm wrong, or I'm persecuted, or the woman to mis, you know, misunderstanding it. And I grew up and part of, I grew up with, you know, hanging around a lot of women. And so I heard their complaints about men. And so I started suppressing that because they're constantly complaining about the wrong way that men were expressing themselves, right? And so I see this and I, there's a part of me that just wants to express, just wants to say it, but the rest of me is totally suppressing. So I was doing the whole beat down, suppress thing. Yeah, we were on the phone while we were having this exactly. conversation, yeah. Right, yeah. right. And so I was, you know, I knew what, how to be in the heart, but I still had that problem around that, right? And so the moment I realized, and we were talking about that, and actually you helped me with that, is, is no expectation. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just okay. Good. So I'm just, I'm enjoying it. Thank you. Right. And um, it really just opened up a new world of possibility for me. But at the same time, what I realized, because I was exploring sacred sexuality for myself, I had suppressed my reaction so much that I actually had suppressed a part of my masculinity. Mm -hmm. And my whole life, I was trying to compensate and trying to be, trying to make these overt statements that sound cool but they weren't and they were horribly delivered and and um it was hard for me to be openly complimentary because i couldn't deliver something because part of me was pushing me down so what i realized through exploring sacred sexuality is i was suppressing a huge part of my masculinity mm -hmm. and the moment i allowed it through the first fear that came through was there's so much power in this mm -hmm. will i be a good man mm -hmm. 
there was so much power coming through when I allowed the masculine energy to come through. And it's, at first, when you open the floodgates, it literally floods. And you're like, oh, what is this? <laughs> right? And so you're like, oh my God, what is this? Right? It's like, and you almost feel this incredible power. Like, it literally, it's like, oh, you. And so you're afraid, you, you, you know, you switch into this omnipotent mode. It's like, oh, yeah. Right? But you realize that there is the heart. And so, when, and so it, it took me a little bit of time to just let it through fully because like, will I be a good man? Will I just turn into the guys that I was trying not to be like? Uh, will I turn into what I was taught a man should be like and be rude or, or all those things? And it was a whole journey of understanding what it means to see a woman through the heart, mm-hmm. to call women sister, to, um, to do all of that. It, it, was, it was like many moving pieces that were, it's easy to really put together, but you do have to know it's almost like just have a, a, you know, like a bit of a help, like a boost. Say, okay, you know what? Look at a woman. What do you see? If you look at her through your heart, what sort of aspects of joy or can you see her through a prism of how beautiful she is as a human being, right? And then still be a man. Well, but I also think it's, and that's so much of the journey that the, the empowered, enlightened male goes through from this whole place of, I want to be a really good man. And so I become this really good man, but that it's somehow by being a good man, I need to suppress the primal lust place of what that means mm-hmm. for that, which is part of that masculine energy and that masculine frequency and so Mm -hmm. i have to suppress all of that to be a good man and the truth is you don't need to suppress that because you actually then aren't really fully embracing and you're not fully empowered and you're not fully enlightened because you're disconnected to a really big part of who you are learning how to manage and to how to engage and how to work with that energy and that frequency and the 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 intensity of that and that there's a time and a place and and there's Mm -hmm. and setting up consent and and, Mm -hmm. and setting all of those things up so that you can fuck somebody's brains out against the wall and everybody's good with it and that it's hot and it's sexy and it's enlightened and it's empowerment and there's all of those pieces to it and i think that's a huge piece that i see often on the journey of men who are moving from this place of wanting to be consciously aware it's Mm -hmm. that piece that they're like they're struggling with because they're suppressing it instead of learning how to awaken it and live in it and step into it from that divine healthy space Mm -hmm. versus the, the fear, the, the, the programming, everything else that goes along with that. Right. So it's so crucial embracing your inner lust and Mm. learning how to sit with that and to move with that. Yeah. And, and it is like, it is a learning though. And that's the, that's oh, where, yes. <laughs> right? And it's like, you know, it's, it's like you, you, you do have to, because, you know, one thing, um, the, the, we all have challenges, men and women, we all have challenges in life, right? But the, the one opportunity that women are, have, are given is that they're allowed to explore emotion, right? So as a man, you know, it, it, you've been taught, especially if you're anywhere from the age of like 30 or 35 and up, you've been taught emotion is bad. You turn around and you club it over the head like a baby seal. Like it just, it can't be around. It can't exist. There's Except no. unless you're angry or aggressive or enraged or something along those lines. that are very lust. lust, 
right? Lust and anger are the two emotions that are are acceptable for men. And for women, all the other emotions are acceptable except for anger and lust. Interesting. Very true, right? That's what we were all taught, right? You have to be proper in both directions, right? And, And unfortunately, because women have experienced all the the lust and all the projections of what men do throughout they grow up, then as a guy, you, when you're trying, even if you're being a nice guy, you still receive the, the, the kickback that happens. Cause you know, it's like, you, there's only so much as a woman, as a human being, not woman, just as a human being, you can take of the wrong approach before you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Right. So then there's almost this like programming be as a, you know, after you've experienced that as a guy for a while, be like, well, okay, women can't handle me just talking openly because they get affected by it. And therefore I got to suppress anyways. Right. But we don't realize that, the, you know, that all's happening because of the, the ways that we're like the, the improper, let's call it, or the incorrect or the, you know, un, the ways that we're talking to each other that haven't been taught to us properly. Right. Exactly. And so we're just building up this animosity that projects towards the other person we're like and then then as a you know if you're trying to suppress as a man or if you're trying to succeed and even in professional life nowadays you really as a man you're you're, you really have to be careful because there are sensitivities and if you are perceived the wrong way there's this aspect of being guilty before before innocence sometimes as well right so there is this truth that we're dealing with nowadays the situation but i think that instead of dropping into the fear place that's Mm -hmm. around all of that, because I think that's been what's immobilizing everybody. Like that's what's making everybody even more fucked up than we used to be. I mean, we used to be fucked up. Now we're fucked up in a new way, right? Like this whole like- And afraid. (laughs) We're just terrified. I can't say anything. I can't do anything. Because like, my life's going to be ruined and like, my eyes went the wrong direction. And, <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I glanced at a boob. Shit. You know, like, oh my God. Career could you be know? over in a minute. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and this is also for women too. So um, I think it's really important is that when we own our sexuality, and we take responsibility for our desires. Yes. Which goes back to what we originally said, which is, I'm horny and that's okay. Mm-hmm. No one else has to do anything. I don't. Ha- no one else has to be affected by it. No one is responsible for taking care of it, making it happen, and getting rid of it for me. Yep. When we step into that place, we give everybody around us permission and freedom to truly own who they are as a sexual being. And we don't have all this weird shit that happens because you can say to me, you know, a guy I find you really beautiful. And I can be like, thank you. Have mm-hmm. a nice day. I'm not responsible for it. Like I know that I'm not responsible. So yeah. therefore I don't internalize it. So even if you, and th- this is a really important point, mm-hmm. even if your intentions are to lay me down and fuck my brains out, if I'm not engaging and don't want to participate in that, mm-hmm. I, and I don't feel obligated and I don't feel responsible, I can say, thanks, Mike. No, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Like I can actually own it and say no thank you 
and walk away from that scenario. Mm-hmm. And energetically, I don't actually have to go into the attack mode either. I don't have to go into attack mode. Right. I don't have to go into triggered mode. I don't have to go into victim mode. I don't have to, oh my God, I'm now in danger and I need to make myself small mode. Like I don't mm-hmm. need to do any of those things because right. I know I'm not responsible for anybody's sexual gratification. Absolutely. And the other part of that is for men, the same thing. They're not responsible because this is the other thing is that I have a lot of male clients that come see me mm-hmm. and a lot of male friends who are like some girl wants to have sex with them. They fuck them and they didn't really want to have sex with that woman because it wasn't compatible. They, they didn't find it compatible and mm-hmm. they couldn't say no because if it goes, if they said no, then they would lose the status that we talked about earlier right. because they also feel like they're responsible Somebody's offering pussy. I got to take the pussy. Doesn't matter what kind of pussy. Doesn't matter if it's crazy pussy. Doesn't matter if this pussy's going to drive you insane. Doesn't matter if this pussy's going to stalk you. It doesn't matter. It's available, so I must take it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I totally. And it's. And you know what? Hey, every guy has gotten in that trouble. It's just. Yeah. I mean, most guys. I, I can't say every guy, but most guys have gotten. I've gotten in that trouble. Where, you know, you're with somebody you know you shouldn't be with, right? You're just kind of like, this is not the right thing. But because you're not taught to just enjoy, you know, you're always kind of hunting. And you just end up, I mean, you know, okay, at the same time, okay, you know what? You're exploring life, you're growing up, you're going to get yourself in some situations where you're like, okay, you know what? Now I've learned this is not a good situation. But there is that, very true, there is that almost like, um, okay, I should get laid now. It's like, oh, it's available. Or it's, uh, it's like, oh, you know, I need to get laid as much as possible. And here we go right? So then you don't have to think with your cock, basically. You just, or, and it's not about suppressing, but you just enjoy what your cock's experiencing. Like, yeah, baby. All right. I'm turned on. Thank you. You're a little bit not my type right now. I'm going to move on. Right. (laughs) And so, and, and it just kind of like, and when you learn to do all of that, that's when you start to learn how to do all sorts of the crazy, like tantric stuff, which everybody wants to learn how to do. But you know, they're, they, it's it's a completely different way of being at that time. Right. But yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and it's like, you're saying these things and it's reminding me of, it's taking me back to all these situations where I, you know, like I shouldn't have made out with that girl. I shouldn't have done anything with that girl. I was just horny looking to get laid. I was just all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of just enjoying the feeling and moving on. Yeah. And being in that moment, that's your responsibility for yourself Yeah, and it's nobody else's responsibility. And there isn't, and I think, you know, that that's a much bigger conversation of like the, the lack of the perception that there's only a limited amount of, 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 of opportunities of opportunities to get laid. So I have to take everyone in the scarcity mindset and stuff like that. That's another conversation. That's another, another conversation day. altogether, right? It's like, yeah. But mm. so, okay. So let's close up this awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. So what's one thing that you want the listeners to take away from our conversation today one thing i may say two things but let me see, see here just <laughs> because <laughs> you know why why go by the rules um okay one you can enjoy just being aroused don't expect just enjoy uh and number two if you want to take steps towards that start seeing a woman through her beauty and let yourself explore what it means to be in the heart because there's your power as a man comes from learning what it means to be in the heart. You it might seem feminine, but it's actually like 
the most the thing that will open up your masculine your masculinity to the world like unstoppably and i and one thing actually i get true story here uh when i started to learn how to do that and i can actually feel it's almost like you can feel like honestly listen I, I mean I, I do i teach qigong i do a lot of energy work and i used to be an engineer so you know i, I so if you hear me talk about energy it's it's not just woo woo right you you can feel it's almost like this this aura around you you feel and the women that were that are around me actually felt safe and protected because my masculine being presence was actually like a presence coming from the heart so they actually felt calm and protected there was nothing in their way so start exploring what it means to be in the heart just start doing that and all of the other stuff that you want to connect into and maybe like empower yourself with will start to come in with that beautiful thing i want our listeners to walk away with is one being horny enjoy it and it's okay <laughs> Woo! Woo! and and also that no one is responsible for your sexual gratification yes when we let go of the expectations of others we open up the space for the possibilities of ease possibilities of joy possibilities of respect possibilities of fantastic conversations and wonderful spaces that you can play and explore with each other mm. whether but you can't do that when we step in with this expectation and ulterior motive of what we're yes. doing so, rem so really, before you express whatever it is you want to express to somebody, take a moment, take a breath, drop into your heart, drop into your groin, because I'm all about, you know, the root yeah. chakra and the genitals, right? So drop into your genitals. They're, they're good. I like them. I really like them. Great things. Great, 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 great parts of you. And your heart. <laughs> and say, what is the outcome of me wanting to say this to the person okay beautiful what's the outcome I like is it that. just to have an exchange of engagement great if there's something ulterior motive behind it then i highly recommend if you want a positive interaction with somebody to not to keep it to yourself and enjoy it within yourself and don't invite the other person in because you're not really inviting them in you have an ulterior motive behind it and energetically and intentionally that is felt even if people aren't aware of it that is felt and that's what they're reacting to they're not reacting to your desire they're not reacting to you being horny and they're not reacting to your interaction with them they're inter they're reacting to your ulterior motive that of yeah. why you're engaging with them in the first place so Beautiful. That's what I want to leave with. All right. right. How can people get more of you, Mike? Well, you know, they can uh, check me out on my website, Phoenix Internal Arts. So it's phoenixiaa.com. My company is named Phoenix Internal Arts Academy. So it's all about the internals and making ourselves more powerful. Um, on my Facebook page, uh, Phoenix Internal Arts, Phoenix IAA, or on uh, Instagram, Mike underscore Phoenix Internal Arts Academy. Uh, message me, contact me. I've also got a couple of links where they can set up free one-on-one -on -one sessions so they can learn about me and learn how I can help, right? All of that. And all of those are in the wonderful show notes. <laughs> I 
all those links are in the show notes so you can be like i can just click and find more mike that's right um to get in touch with me visit me at succulentliving.com and follow me on all the social media platforms under gaia morissette and don't forget to subscribe and come visit uh, my orgasmic life podcast can be you can find on all of your favorite uh, platforms or on all the major platforms so Beautiful. i can't wait to see and hang out with you guys next time that's yeah. it that's all and so, have a juicy day uh, gaia thank you very much for having me on the show i always love our conversations and you're such an awesome awesome human being i love I just want to say I love you. You're awesome. Ah, uh, see, I'm look at we're doing this exchange. I'm receiving it, and I don't feel like there's any ulterior motive other than no. him just expressing his his love and his appreciation for me. See? Yes, you're How amazing. I yeah. <laughs> Woo. And I love it. All right, honey. See you, and see you, folks. Appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Bye.